Welcome to the first episode of the He Tips Shared by AltShare podcast. I'm your host Sarah, and today we're diving into the world of 409 evaluations. In this episode, we'll explore the ins and outs of 409 evaluations, including when and why you need them, what makes them expire, and the common mistakes to avoid. So, let's get started. The infamous 409 evaluation, when should you need it? When employing Americans and offering equity-based compensation to them, a 409 evaluation becomes important. It's the only way to offer stock options while complying with the regulations of the U.S. tax revision and avoiding high taxation. But what exactly is a 409 evaluation? Let's find out. Section 409A is a U.S. regulation for non-qualified deferred compensations. That imposes an additional income tax of about 20% on top of the regular tax. However, the IRS offered an exemption to Section 409A for stock-based compensations to support startups. But what does 409 evaluation mean? A 409 evaluation is a process that estimates the fair market value of a private company's common stock. Unlike public companies that have a readily available stock price in the exchange market, Private companies often have arbitrary stock prices. The exercise price for stock options in a private company tends to be freely estimated. To ensure compliance with the regulations, the United States established the 409A of the Internal Revenue Code, IRC, which requires stock options to have an exercise price equal to or greater than the fair market value, FMV, of the common stock. This FMV calculation is what we refer to as a 409 evaluation. So now you probably ask, what is the difference between 409A and OPM? You may have heard the term OPM or option price modeling associated with 409 evaluations. OPM stands for option price modeling, and it is the calculation method commonly used to perform a 409 evaluation. While the ultimate goal is to estimate the common stock price, the 409A is the regulatory requirement, and OPM is the method used to achieve that goal. After learning the differences, let's answer one of the most important questions, when does your 409A expire? A 409 evaluation is typically valid for one year. Therefore, it is crucial to conduct a new valuation annually. However, there are cases where a major financial event can render the current 409 evaluation invalid and necessitate a new one. Such events may include new funding rounds, mergers, exits, or IPOs. It's important to stay aware of the events specific to your industry that may trigger the need for an updated 409 evaluation. Now that we understand the basics, let's dive into some important guidelines to keep in mind when dealing with 409 evaluations. You might think that the 409 evaluation can be avoided especially in the early years of a company with only a few employees. However, this is not a good idea. Even if you can initially bypass the requirement, remember that once you need to add an SBC, stock-based compensation, expensing report to your financial statements, you will be required to retroactively apply 409 evaluations for each year that passed without them. Save yourself from a headache down the road by adhering to the regulations from the start. 
it's crucial to save every related document and record when it comes to 409 evaluations. As your company grows and goes through due diligence processes or financial reporting, you may be required to present the change in common stock price over the years, which is essentially a comparison of the bottom line of your 409 evaluations. By saving all the 409 as from the first year and onwards in a dedicated data room or in an organized manner, you can easily access the information without any hassle. Now let's figure out how to avoid one of the common mistakes startups make when they sign grant letters to employees before completing the 409 evaluation. While the 409 evaluation is mandatory in the US, it's essential to have the valuation completed before offering any grants to new recruits. Signing grant letters with vague estimations of stock prices can lead to exercising prices that are disconnected from reality. This can have negative implications, such as rendering the options useless to the employee or creating inequities among employees and potential recruits. Always prioritize completing the 409 evaluation before issuing any grants. Another important thing to note is the expiration date or event. Keeping track of the expiration date of your 409 evaluation is crucial to ensure compliance. While the standard validity period for a 409 evaluation is one year, it's important to be aware that major events can also render the valuation invalid. Each company may have different events that qualify as major, so it's essential to stay informed and aligned with the IRS regarding what events trigger the need for a new valuation. Stay on top of these deadlines and events to avoid any compliance issues. Don't forget it takes time. When planning for a 409 evaluation, it's important to consider the time it takes to complete the process. If you're using an automated cap table, the information required for the valuation can be quickly and easily accessed, typically taking no more than a week in the hands of an expert. However, if you're using a spreadsheet cap table or any other method, the modeling process may take longer, around two weeks or more. Make sure to allocate enough time for the valuation process to avoid any delays in report submissions or other complications. As we wrap up today's episode on 409 evaluations, let's recap the key insights and tips we've discussed. First and foremost, a 409 evaluation is a crucial requirement when employing Americans and offering equity-based compensation. It helps you comply with tax regulations and avoid high taxation. Remember that a 409 evaluation is different from OPM, option price modeling, which is the method used to calculate the valuation. Your 409 evaluation is typically valid for one year, but major events can render it invalid. Stay informed about what qualifies as a major event for your company. Follow important guidelines, such as completing the 409 evaluation before issuing grants, saving all related documents, and tracking the expiration dates or events. Finally, allocate enough time for the valuation process, considering the complexity of your cap table and the method you choose. That's all for today's episode of A Tips Shared by AltShare. We hope you found this deep dive into 409 evaluations informative and valuable. 
Remember to save your 409 as, stay on top of expiration dates or events, and prioritize completing the valuation before granting options. By following these insights and tips, you'll navigate the world of 409 evaluations with confidence. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, feel free to reach out. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for more insights. Thanks for listening.